Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. I'm just also conscious. I'm not even sure who it is. It could be me. But um, we're getting a lot of banging on the microphones oh. um, or the tables or something. Um, I, so I think just, you know. Maybe it's me. I mean, let me know in, in the <laughs> Sorry, in the files if it sneezed. comes up. That was awesome, actually. I've never sneezed like that in my life. <laughs> was that on purpose? Tight. I don't know. It was like, whoa! <laughs> I just like, I go, is that on purpose? I don't know. The <laughs> sneeze has a mind of its own. <laughs> I think I was in the middle of saying, about to say something, and but I sneezed. Um, <laughs> I just like, I'm like, be conscious about the sound and banging on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> sound like Mario. It's like, <laughs> 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 all right, all right. I hope that, I hope that's not the internet. There's a rat. Called Radis, he's a leader of the bunch. A cat called Mardigliana, she's fluffy but she's tough. Darren, he's a dopey dog. Mix, he's a muddled up, mixed up bunny. Hello and welcome to the Ferals Podcast. I'm Monkey Boy and I'm joined by... Swinny and Miguel. <laughs> this is episode 5 of season 2, Rent-A-Pet. Yeah, look, um, it's 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 a 4 out of 10 and that's all I'm going to say. I'm done. <laughs> it's quite generous. Um, a little bit, yeah, a little bit early, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's used to going early, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I like to preempt <laughs> these things. <laughs> So, not only are we battling with, as Mike forecasted, not a great episode, um, also, he, just to, to combine matters, through our totally legit source, it's also a very terrible copy of the episode. Would you, would you guys rate this the worst copy of an episode? Yes, by far. Th- this is worse than... Not the content, I'm saying... No, 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 the way it's dubbed yeah. and stuff. This is worse than those VHS porn tapes I used to have, where the best bits... <laughs> were unwatchable awesome. by the end of it because you'd stop and play and rewind that part so many times that the tape was just screwed. So, interesting thought. so essentially the money shot was just uh, just Zzz. like blurred <laughs> lines. Yeah. So, well, so I ended up just perfect... jerking off to lines. <laughs> that's a perfect segue because I want to play a little bit of a clip from the episode, which kind of shows the audio distortion. Now, there's video distortion as well. You lot, we've got bookings for our new rent-a-pet business coming out of our ears. So line up and give us a look. Yes, it just goes on. I, There's I so many yeah. parts. I don't know what's scarier, Medigliana's voice in normal <laughs> or in slow-mo. Ugh, it's creepy. It's but you guys notice that it seems to me that that Hannah chick, what is a movies by Hannah or something? Is that copying yeah, the Ferrell's uh, TV upload or vice versa? Because both of them can't possibly have the same source. I have a feeling that they're both... They're they're in cahoots. They're both the same person, either the same person, or they they know each other, and it's kind of like a backup channel. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, look! First don't get off, me wrong. Thank thankfully, there is multiple sources just in case. It just is. I I think one just copies the other one. Well, okay. Taking a step back, what we're talking about here are two channels on YouTube that actually have most of the Ferrell's episodes. Where so Ferrell's TV. Our has all of them. I don't Dave. know if movies by Hannah have them all. Uh, I gotta say, I think it's taken us. Is, is this the twentieth episode that we're reviewing? Now? Yes, it's taken us twenty episodes to actually kind of give credit to the channels that we're watching. <laughs> well, no, we mentioned it's not it very legitimate, right? It's not no. very legitimate, so it shouldn't be a focus of it. No. But 
Yeah, no, true. Heaps of credit to these guys. It's and one to of our friend things, Dave, like, who watches them and then tells us about them, and we just listen to what he says, because we don't watch them ourselves, obviously, because <laughs> oh, that wouldn't be legal. Oh. <laughs> that was so Thanks, Dave. You just said that. Dave. <laughs> yeah, he, he watches it in his house, and we just stand outside his window to watch <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, he just writes it all down, and we just read it like an essay. Well, he's he's got mm. all this time on his hands now that he's broken his leg. True. Yeah. So, uh, this is what I feared about this episode. <laughs> this is a terrible episode, and I knew that we would go way off track early on because it's so bad. So, it, the setup is Radis is running a rent-a-pet business. Okay, okay, business. wait, wait. I'm just going to stop you there. This episode is about feral prostitution. Yes. <laughs> and Radis yeah, is a pimp. I had that as a point. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> like, Radis is a pimp. <laughs> I'm just disappointed they didn't have a pimp costume for him. My note, feral prostitution, question mark, Radis is a pimp. <laughs> yeah, so he's got this rent-a-pet business and the ferals are constant. So all the other ferals, apart from Radis, of course, are so angry that they have to dress up as, you know, opposite sex that they are or they have to do things that they don't want to do. And it's so creepy. It's um, And then... It's definitely uh, inspired by the prostitution slash escort business. Yeah, yeah. I, no, <laughs> I don't. Remember yeah. kids? We're all agreeing. It's a kids show. I'm not sure if inspired, but I'm sure the the genesis of the storyline is something. Well, I don't know. Do you think that? Do you think they actually said, oh, "Okay, let's have a storyline about this," or let's have a story about them getting rented out? And then when someone was writing it, they kind of had a laugh to themselves. Well, this is like a pimp, so I'm going to throw in some lines. I have a feeling... That, you know, allude to it. I have a feeling that that was not the main intention, kind of as you said. But I think the Radis role is a definitely a kind of a, a bit of a joke about that. Oh, full on. Yeah. So, so I have two theories. Either one, one of the <laughs> people, one of the writers was an ex-pimp. Possible. What? Or number two... <laughs> If that wasn't the case, so. well, Mel, Mel could confirm. We could get in contact with Mel. And maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe he'll tell us if I'm one of the writers was an ex-pimp. <laughs> we will publicise that this person, cast member on this old '90s show was a pimp. Quite pu- ex-pimp, ex-pimp. I never said pimp. I said ex-pimp. I said was a pimp. Allegedly Same was thing. a pimp. Or secondly, say someone that- had a funny experience with an escort, and they wrote this into a story <laughs> for kids. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I think both theories are incorrect. <laughs> Whatever, I'm sticking Can I also it. state that all you, your views are to your own, <laughs> of your own personal volition? <laughs> um. <laughs> no, they're those uh, of a deterministic universe. Oh, ah, you love your deterministic universe. So, yeah, we have this whole... Too bad whole, it doesn't love me. <laughs> Sorry, go on. We have this whole storyline, this plot line about them getting rented out. Like, we'll revisit it, like, down the line, <gasps> but... There's actually not that much to say about it, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, I banged the table. Which was, means, like by how, the way, it's probably me that's banging. The I was table just, all the yeah, time. I know. But, okay, Sorry. okay, wait. Before we go into that, I'm I'm just looking. <sighs> oh, at, God. I'm just looking at the. You know, I'm looking at my notes, and every time one of you guys speaks, it pops up a portrait. So, Monkey Boy, it's got your face, and Mike, it's got some yep. generic uh, kind of status placeholder image. Now. Before the episode went on the air, Monkey Boy, you're like, oh, we got to figure out who who's banging like a table or bumping to it. We can hear it in the recording. And as I'm listening, and as I'm listening to Monkey Boy talk, it goes bang, and then Mike's pic- picture pops up as it bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, aha, gotcha. <laughs> and then uh... and then Mike drops an f bomb under his breath. Good on, good one, Mike. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. That was Dave. Dave banged the table. Dave dropped the f bomb. I'm just trying to think, actually. Have you guys heard the latest episode that was published and what I'm, what I'm doing now with the swearing? No. Yeah, you make it, you made it like squeak or something. Squeak? <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of beeping him It's like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to maintain, you know, Mike's contribution <laughs> rather than edit it completely out of the podcast. Well, you don't want to edit like 90% of what I say, right? <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. So, so anyway, it's been 10 um, minutes, and I don't think we've spoken a single word about the actual episode yet. Well, we well, have. We have. We've covered, just, I think, half the storyline. I was just going to say, we, we got, I think, 
not even two minutes into podcast before you started talking about porn and, and uh, escorts, Mike. <laughs> so good job. I know. I know, it's true. Can I just say, you've mentioned porn and escorts, and they're actually unrelated, the points that you made. Um, <laughs> okay, one thing sex. I did want to say. What's that, sorry? God, this is a disaster. Um, one thing I did want to mention was, why did they spend $200 on t-shirts? Uh, so, Radis put them in 200, spent $200 to get them in rent-a-ped t-shirts. Same, same reason Google probably spent millions and hundreds of millions of dollars redesigning their logo. It's an image thing. Okay, I'm just going to say that we we spent about 10 minutes after the podcast last week actually talking about Google's logo. Arguing. <laughs> Arguing. Yeah, I know. Now, Mike, Mike gets caught up in these things. Yeah. Now, about the t-shirts, have you ever seen the cost of children's clothing, man? Those, those are custom-sized <laughs> t-shirts. That's why they're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying how much it would actually cost to make them, but I don't know. Do they really need t-shirts? But anyway, I don't know. This well, if you're going to run run a proper professional business, you have to have a brand. And part of that, I think, is merchandise, t-shirts, logos, all that kind of What else? Jazz. What else is? Uh, I, I don't know. Per- personalized condom cases? <laughs> cases? <laughs> Casey, How do you carry yours? Why do you just put them in your pocket? Condom cases. They could break. They, they, they make cases? <laughs> oh, I think you're using it wrong. They can break in your pocket. Anyway. I don't actually use them. Um, I just carry them around. <laughs> you never know when you need a water balloon. Okay, okay, All of a sudden, okay. you know, someone throws a water balloon in your face. How are you going to defend yourself? <laughs> you know, you could just what? walk into a water balloon <laughs> fight at any sense. time nowadays. That That's the kind of How stuff that happens. How are you going to yourself? <laughs> I don't think throwing a water-filled condom is going to protect you from a water balloon It will fight. in a water balloon wet. fight. <laughs> I'm not sure if it offers protection, but... Oh. Okay. Um, so, we have our other storyline, which involves Lenny building a robot, making a bet with Joe that he can't build said robot. Um, I feel like I'm just going to say the whole story. <laughs> Losing... Well, he doesn't lose the bet, does he? He, he wins the bet because of... Uh, Robbie and Robbie and Lenny cheating mm. the robot and the ability to talk. Man, this is a, a crappy okay, okay. line as well. I've got something to say about this robot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, are you going to say the whole thing? But, you know, how later on the robot actually does talk. But mm. This robot reminded me, uh, have you guys ever <laughs> seen Rocky IV? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Mike, have you seen Rocky Four? <laughs> if I did, I do not remember it. Okay, Rocky Four, which is while well, some people love it, my most hated Rocky movie is Oh really? Not Rocky Five. No, I hate Rocky Four for passion. It's just one big montage. I like Rocky but Road. It's a big montage with Dolph Lundgren, so he makes up for it. But mm. Paulie mm. gets a robot. Rocky buys Paulie a robot. <laughs> and ah. this and this robot <laughs> okay. like, goes the phone's ringing. You can get it here, Polly. And then Polly <laughs> somehow, like, reprograms the robot to have, like, a sexy voice and bring in beers. And it had Apollo Creed, like, looking like... Okay. What the hell is up Wait, with this? Wait, this is real? You didn't just make yes. this up. This is actually no, no, Rocky no, this It's is, awesome, dude. This is real. I kind of wish Monkey Boy hadn't huh. seen it because I could probably explain this whole thing and you guys wouldn't believe me. And then I'd be able to tell you that there's... A clip on YouTube that says, Paulie and his robot, the love of his life. <laughs> wow. So you can That's go awesome. check that Adrian. out. Adrian. Adrian. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, like in this start, in this part, we have... Well, is it actually... It's right at the start, right? Like, he's trying to make this robot and then... And Robbie's like, oh, stuff it. Let's just cheat. Let's just, you know... Pretend to be the robot. You mm. sound so disinterested in this. <laughs> oh, it's just so bad. I can't. Ex- I actually, when I finished watching this episode, I wish I never gave any of the other episodes a one because <laughs> I think I've, I gave one uh, earlier episode a one. It's just, it's so bad, dude. Is this I don't a, know. Is this I a case know. of I wish I had two more hands so I could give this four thumbs down? Oh, you stole my <laughs> line. I had that later. Oh, no, I'm notes. so sorry. <laughs> I think we both stole someone else's line, to be fair. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just, oh god. Anyway, um, what else did I think about this? I've already skipped ahead in my notes, actually. Oh, yeah, I'll just say, know, it goes back to the shed and the ferals, you, you see all their bookings on, like, a booking calendar. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. some of them had two pets. As in two pets? Yeah, two pets, on, two pets on it. No, two pets on a booking. I assumed it was. Unless oh, it was the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> see? Yeah. Oh, my clicks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... I- uh, no, no, I had the note, actually. This is what I had the note. So, you know the part where where Joe actually sees this robot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, for me, my standards, he is ridiculously unimpressed with this robot. Like, he's impressed, but, I mean, it's a robot that's, like, talking back to him, answering him, like, making rise- yeah. wisecracks and stuff I know, like that. I'd be like, what? It's a machine, I can talk. This is the most amazing thing ever. I know. I think, like, so many parts of this episode just annoyed the hell out of me. Hey, <laughs> if I was Joe, I wouldn't be impressed either. Why? Why? I mean, this is... We've seen a digital duplicate. It can duplicate living things. Well, that's a fair point. You know, we've, seen, we've seen a lot of crazy stuff. This not that crazy. Hey, speaking of Joe... Yeah, that's true. Does he or does he not look really buff in this episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> God, this is so off track. No, he does. Like when he's wearing that grey, grey t-shirt, like his chest is just so well-defined. And his I, arms just so the only, mm, manly. The only thing I noticed about Joe in this episode, he's got awesome pants. Oh, what kind of pants was he wearing? <laughs> Far out. He, he, he was wearing pants and reminded me of the cat from Red Dwarf. How he used to wear all these really oh, crazy God, snazzy pants. Yes. So, I like... Mike identifies his well-defined upper body, and I notice his pants. Huh, there you go. I don't know what that says about us, but there you go. All right, well, I'll play a little bit of what the robot sounds like, just to get get us back on track. Okay. Oh. Put out this forest fire? Sure. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 that sounded really good. drowned cool. me. Oh, what did that robot just do? I'll clean it up for you, Bolly. <laughs> did Bolly just have a bukkake party? Oh, double or nothing. What the hell that? That's my girl. <laughs> That whole movie is just one big wow. music music video clip. As evidenced by the fact that in that one clip you heard two different songs already. That intro <laughs> song was really good. I love I love that eighties synth music. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, I like how we'll this episode has impressed you guys so much that we just played like a minute from Rocky Four. <laughs> that was two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. Um So so we have <laughs> We have Joe, who's missing his phone again. That's what I picked up. That's I like how this is coming back. This is a theme. Um, 
having a poor negotiation with the robot, negotiating 20, 30% of how much, you know, to sell them all, uh, and then negotiating down to 10. Yeah, because he goes, there's nowhere um, I'm going below 30. 10, that's my last offer. Deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, Swinney. What are, what are the parts that you wanted to talk about in this episode? Oh, we're not going to go through properly? What's going on? <laughs> okay, I wanted to say, Darren suffers a very traumatic experience when... Uh, he says, he comes back dressed uh, in very feminine clothing and says, <laughs> they wanted a girl dog. And Radis tells him, you do look kind of cute in that. <laughs> he did. It didn't it remind me cute. of uh, the whole Mel bit. You know how he's saying how the puppeteer for Darren um, participated in the Mardi Gras and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I was kind of hoping more would happen in that scene, like they'd, they'd ham it up a little bit more. Well, you know, you know what um, it reminded me of. Uh, I forget which one it is. It might be the first one, Toy Story. Buzz Lightyear gets oh, given yeah. to a really girly girl with dolls, and she puts like a dress on him and calls him like Miss Prissy Pants or something. So I oh, can't yeah. remember if it's the first movie or not, but that reminded me of it so much. And Toy Story. Oh, we talked about it last week. It came out in 95, so there you go. Yeah, I know. It's pretty amazing that this was made in the same year as Toy Story. <laughs> it's pretty amazing that I, I remember mean, when that came I, out 20 years I've ago. I've got to tell you, Toy Story uh, still stands the test of time. It's amazing. Yeah, it's Oh, fantastic. yeah, definitely. But they were really smart about like, how we were review, reviewing Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> it was really smart. How they, you know, had very minimal human faces in it. Like, they, they did everything that really worked well for the technology that they had. Yeah. So, they worked in that constraint. It was super smart. Mm. So, that's our review of Toy Story. <laughs> Which you should watch over this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just say um, there's a scene in the apartment next where Robbie is dressed up as a little Bo Peep. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Toy Story undertones continue. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And what, what did you think of her outfit, Mike? No comment. <laughs> would you eat one of her pies? I would. Oh, hey, wait. No, that's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> okay. So, one of the themes in this episode is that her pies stink. Now, and, and every time that someone's about to say, oh, your pie smells like, and then, you know, Robbie and Lenny go, don't say it. Um, what, what do you guys think it is? Like, I've got my opinion based on what happened in the credits. How about you, Swinney? What do you think it smells uh, like? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, smell, the obvious smell thing is it smells like shit, but obviously they're, mm. they're not saying that, but... Uh, I yeah, I thought maybe it smells like fart. Because you know at the end how Radis smells it and he loves it? Yeah, and he... Uh, previously, he also... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, maybe this this episode, maybe when just not thinking about it too deeply, like, you see uh, Robbie, she's doing a job she doesn't want to do, she's being oppressed, she's being forced to, you know, wear other people's clothing, all this ah. kind of stuff, and the ferals as well, everyone has a master, everyone is trying to participate in this big machine. So, you're saying this could actually life. be the best episode yet? Yeah, maybe this is the deepest episode, what maybe do you think is. of that? No, I agree, and it's the only episode where they actually had... <laughs> A positive message for kids. You know, the, the part where, really? where they go, we're partners in debt thanks to you. And then I think it was Redis that said, you got to spend money to make money. That's a good, valuable life lesson right there. <laughs> no, it's not a lesson for kids. <laughs> yes, it is. It teaches kids about investing. How to, how to handle money responsibly. How, yeah. to, how to make more money from well, money. On the debt. On <laughs> how to make more money from money. On the debt thing... Um, so the reason why they're in debt is because they've borrowed money from Joe to pay for the t-shirts. Mm. So now we have Lenny who is scrambling to make a real robot instead of the fake Robbie the robot. Um, because Joe has actually set up a meeting with the CEO of the biggest toy company in Australia, which happens to be Joe's uncle. Now, if Joe's uncle is the CEO of the biggest toy company in Australia, surely Joe would be doing some work related to toys, right? I don't did, know. did you go? Did how you many, find it weird, Swinney, that many, we never heard of this character? How many Australian toy companies are there? Is that really a big <laughs> zero? <laughs> well, zero now, right? I, I don't think there's any. No. In this in this scene, when Joe 
when Lenny pretends, oh, the voice box is out. That's why, you know, Joe couldn't hear it talk again. Because Joe's like, yeah. oh, get it to tell me how great I am again or something. <laughs> and yeah. did you catch that Joe says, you better get a move on. You've got like, you got two days and he holds up three fingers. Yeah, 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 I, I, saw yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, It was all distorted though, the, the video. But I still <laughs> It was, but yeah, we caught yeah. that. It went, you better get a move on. You've got like two days. <laughs> yeah, you've got two days. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think my brain was like looking for anything interesting in this episode. So, <laughs> like one of the highlights for me, and we all got excited when he held up three fingers and said two. <laughs> um, it's the little Okay, things. so we've got Pimp Radis who is uh, telling off Moddy because she stole a cake. And she's eating it. You know what I thought when I was watching this? Mm. They would have to bloody clean this puppet. Because, yeah. like, the puppet was actually jamming the cake in its its face. And it was only one puppet, too. Yeah. Well, I think there were two, yeah. but the, that one in, in the second season was just one, I think Mel said. Yeah, no, exactly right. And same as well, when a certain, think of that, <laughs> certain other gotta, character... Got, hmm? So I was going to say, you got to keep the puppet goddess busy, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the continuity expert, because do you reckon they would have done this scene last? Ah. Potentially. Oh, mm. no, Possibly. the last scene is the worst. Oh, yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. Although, did the ferals get dirty in that? I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway. Because humans, you can just clean stuff. <laughs> humans, you can clean stuff. Usually. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but there's only, hey, it's only one of those. They didn't make multiple copies. True, true. I'm dialing in this uh, podcast episode just to reference how much they dialed in this uh, episode of The Ferals. It was controversial. Um, Do you guys have Keith and Kylie? What? (laughs) No, I'm not going down this path. So we have Keith and Kylie in this episode. I was quite happy about that. No, yes. No, no. Keith and fake Kylie. That's what I was going to say, too. (laughs) What did I say? You said Keith and Kylie, but that's incorrect. It's Keith and fake Kylie. Oh, Keith and Kyle's? Keith and fake Kyle's. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are not accepting this fake Kylie. Hell no, girlfriend. <laughs> so Actually, I didn't Baron mind her. To be honest, I did not mind her. I'll I'll mind her when she starts giving a shit. <laughs> well, she doesn't really say anything, does she? She says one or two lines and then that's it. Well, she's not trying. Like, at least in the first like, season. She's yeah. not even attempting to sound anything like the other Kylie. <laughs> You know, she's not going, rap music, rap music, <laughs> rap music. <laughs> um, so when the mob of people go past Keith and Kylie, it's like a cartoon blob of people. Okay, I just got to say mob of people because Darren caused a bus accident. <laughs> they killed five people. <laughs> yeah, he caused an accident. And uh, it's kind of Minor weird point. though. Like he causes an accident and then they all chase him. <clears throat> no one would do that. People don't give a shit. Uh, people would chase up. A mob of people chasing? I don't think so. Not a mob of people, no. I watched a video on YouTube of this guy running over a crowd. Okay. A crowd. And then started driving off. Yeah. It was crazy, man. Like, there was this parade or something, and this guy who didn't want to wait just started running into people. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Was yes. it And then Darren? he drove off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was Darren driving the car. And he drove off and, like, three people chased him. <laughs> I'm like, and they gave up. He could have killed, like, five people and only three people are chasing this car? Like, really? Well, oh, I mean, I don't know. Was he, I'm assuming the guy didn't do it on purpose. Well, it looked no, like he, he did, did yeah. No, okay, if one, he, did, no, he, did, he it did it on purpose, I wouldn't chase after him because he's in, like, how much the cars weigh? Like, a ton of steel or something? Like, I'm going to chase after a guy in a <laughs> now, machine. Also, also, <laughs> unless your name is Bolt... I don't think you can catch up to that car. Like, what, what's the point of you Andrew, chasing Andrew a car? Bolt. How about if, how about, yeah, how about if my name is Gay? How about if my name is Gay? What if it's Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Point is, what's never, the point? Like, let, let, I've let's... never made that noise in my life. What's wrong today? <laughs> so, we have Robbie who's failing to, sm- to smell any pies, to sell any pies. <laughs> Um, but appropriate appropriate spoonerism right there um this robot that Lenny's now programmed is an asshole I think I've got like a brief clip of it being an asshole yeah dog dog it's the robot dog 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 
Dark. I like this dark. Thing. Dark. Again, I have in my notes. Robot is an asshole. What? What's mm. yeah. going on here? I like it because Joe shapes up in this scene to the robot. Like it's okay to describe it. The robot is like a foot tall. And it's it's prodded up on a table. Like why do you have to shape up to a robot? You can just smash it with anything. Joe. Joe wanted to bung on. Yeah, he wanted to bung on. You want? You starting me, robot? You starting me, mate? You shirt um, front me like Abbott wanted to the Putin. <laughs> exactly, but he's got the old school Irish English, uh, you know, eighteen hundreds fighting stance. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. He's the best thing in this whole show. He's ridiculously funny. Um, so the next part of the the episode, we have Mixie who has now kidnapped a baby. Oh God! So I think notice how she's gone all crazy <laughs> as well. I know. It's like full on. It is scary. Ugh. It's not funny. It's I wrote spooky, but not in any like fun spooky way. It's just creepy. Um, I, would do you think there was a callback when Radis when they all came up to the baby and Radis said, "Watch out! Don't give it fleas." I did think you, it did was. Did you take that? I think it was. Yeah. Did you pick up on that, Mike? Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> I don't think it. They would have said something random like that if it wasn't a callback. Yeah, and then we have Radis who who's going to return the baby. I don't know what's worse, Mixie kidnapping the baby or a, a rat, a human sight, human talking rat coming back to return your baby. But um, so this is when the other ferals cook up a plan because they're sick of, uh, you know, d- doing Radis's bidding. Um, can I so, sorry? Can I just quickly interject? What a missed opportunity that it do. wasn't. It wasn't Darren, who's half dingo, from memory. Oh, so ah. taking the baby. Oh. Oh. every now and then you missed just chime in with something that's like brilliance. That's no, true. Your tally's up to like five out of twenty episodes. Well done. I know. All I, right. We could almost make like a highlight show of just all your little insights that we're both. Ah, it would, that's true because you could have someone on the phone the dingo stole my baby it would go for a total of off. 10 minutes but hey it's a good way to fill the end ten. of the month's uh, quota <laughs> 10 minutes ten he's saying 20 times longer than Mike's average normally <laughs> I hope you're talking about the a podcast, minute though. who do you take me for what am I some champion of some sort <laughs> Mike efficient. the um, podcast champion <laughs> so now we have Lenny who uh is annoyed because his robot's missing and he he, he says that he went to polish his robot. <laughs> did you guys hear? I did hear not that catch line? that. No, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that line. No. He goes, I, I went either. to polish my robot <laughs> and it was missing. <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. That would have bumped it up a rating <laughs> if I heard that one. <laughs> Bumped it up from what to two or two or something. Oh, you'll Wait, see. I think here it is. Fast chance. It's gone. But no, it's gone. What? The, the robot. Somebody's pinched it. <laughs> Come on, Lenny. A joke's a joke. Look, I'm not joking. I just went to polish it up. And- see? Did you hear it? Just went to polish it up. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Surely that's not like polish a robot. What the hell? Anyway. Now, in this scene, when Lenny picks up the phone, answers it perfectly, like saying it's the rent-a-pet service, blah, blah, blah. The whole reason why they need that is so that he's answering the phone and the call is about the robot. But uh, it's so much bullshit. Like, there's no way that he's answering the phone and, and answering it properly, right? Well, why w- did, you, did you guys think that was weird? Yeah, it was weird. Like, why, why would he answer with that? Doesn't I know, it makes no wasn't sense. introduced. He had no idea those guys were really even doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's that true, sense. actually. Like, does Lenny even know about the rent a pet scheme? Don't think so. Uh, he wasn't introduced to it. This episode's so bad. It's so bad. This episode. Um. So yeah, like basically, the robot was being used by the, the other ferals to do the jobs, and it got smashed by. Do you guys remember what it was, Swinny? What did it get smashed by? Uh, the robot garbage truck. Uh, yeah. no. Got idea. smashed by a garbage truck. Was no it? No idea. Yeah, probably. I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say we forgot Next. to kind of set up. Uh, unless I missed it, that that Joe's <laughs> trying to 
sell all this stuff to his Uncle Frank? Did we actually properly cover that? Because that leads into the last yeah. final scene. So. Well, we said his Uncle Frank is the CEO of the robot, comp- okay. of the toy robot company. company. Of the toy company. He's the head of Skynet. They got a presentation. He's the head of Skynet. He's the head of Skynet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so then that's the final. We're up to the final scene already. Um, where... The, the plan is that the ferals are dressed up as robots. <laughs> My note... Well, I guess... Did you guys have any one-line notes about this this intro of the idea of the ferals being robots? You, Swinney? It... It was... It wasn't too bad, in my opinion, this part. Oh, really? Um, I thought it was well, alright. No, no, it no but I'm not saying funnier. the part, but when when you were introduced to the concept that the ferals would be robots, what did you think? I just said that... <laughs> I'm like, because oh, okay. I, I was just I like, thought, this is stupid. No, I thought it was alright. So it wasn't as but funny I, as it could I, have been. What but. I don't understand is, like, if, Lenny said he doesn't have time, but he didn't build the robot in the first place. He just had like some. It would just look like a robot, right? So why can't he do the whole uh, Robbie scam again and pretend it was a robot? I don't get it. Why did the ferals have to be robots? They don't look like robots. They're animals. <laughs> you're just, you're just like this. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Why would it's Chewbacca so live dumb. on a planet with Ewoks? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, it felt like everything in this felt so forced. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, not bad. Can like, you do Can you do your Mike Tyson impersonation again? No. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was better. <laughs> no. No. Um... <laughs> Monty dig it. Oh yeah, so that's right. Monty has a dig at Robbie because she's dressed up as Bo Peep, even though she's dressed up as a robot. Um, okay. So one of my favorite bits in this episode are the puns. Yeah. Like what, uh, <laughs> Lenny calls, is it, Le- no, no, sorry, Joe, of course. Mm-hmm. Joe calls all the ferals what the pun names are. The only two that I remember are Catastrophe mm-hmm. and R2 Rat. It was. Do you remember the other ones, Sweeney? Yeah, it was a dogmatic model. Mm-hmm. And Mike, <laughs> the other one, Bunny Deluxe. Yes. Now, dog. Oh, oh very impressed. Dogmatic. <laughs> dogmatic. Now, obviously, that's a play on also dogmatic. Mm. Yeah. I remember when I learnt the meaning of that word in high school, and it perfectly. <laughs> so hoping- it perfectly <laughs> encapsulated you, Monkey Boy, because. You were notorious, especially in high school, for just how to say, never, never, never pretending, not pretending, but never admitting that you were wrong in arguments and liking to like starting fires and then just getting to arguments for the sake of getting to arguments. Yeah, Luke, so, funky I, town. I totally disagree with that. It I totally disagree was with that. Funky town. <laughs> So. No, when you when you said when I learned the meaning of the word dogmatic yesterday, <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I was very dogmatic earlier. Um, so anyway, we have this kid who now is inspecting. He he's the chief inspector of this company. Wait, the first kid God. on the show. Mm, yes, Ooh, I think it first was. kid on the show. Yeah, we've actually brought it up. We're like, there's no kids on the show, and I think it yeah. was <laughs> unfortunately I mean, in relation to the hey, dad guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, but unless there's been an extra saying, maybe like the talent contest or something in the crowd, there's been no kids on the show. Nope, that's true. You are right. There have been no kids on the show because I would have mentioned Damn that. Now, do you, did you look up this kid? Mm. The credits and all that kind of I stuff? I didn't look up the kid, no. <laughs> I didn't look him up So, either. I did. I did. Okay. So, I I just called this kid, kid, right? Right. Then I was looking... Th- this is how much they dialed this episode in. I was looking through the credits for the, the kid's name. Mm. It comes up listed as kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as his character name. And yeah, I checked him out. Uh, he, he was in Home and Away, of course, like oh, every actor in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's in Shoots and Ladders, but I could not find a photo of him. And the guy's name is like Hayden something. I can't remember Hayden his last Christensen? Darth <laughs> No. No, no. Um, that would have been awesome, though. Um, but 
there's a quarterback in college with the exact same name. So it's less impossible to find him on Google because the quarterback just totally destroys his Google ra- ranking if he had any. So, <laughs> so yeah, this kid's a bit ranking. anonymous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, I thought um, this kid was actually pretty decent in his role. He he played he's that pretty wooden. Sm- that's he's pretty wooden. No, but he, he played that smarmy <laughs> arsehole kid that you just hate oh, that doesn't like anything. Such an arsehole. Really well. Such an arsehole kid. Really well. <laughs> he was an arsehole kid. No, that's true. He but was an right. arsehole. Um I'm just trying to line up the the bit where he, he gives his verdict. I was just oh, going to no, say, I don't think I can when he says, what's the verdict? That's when I was going to say, wish I had two sets of hands. <laughs> 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 yeah, because the bit, where is it? It's like, oh, no, no, it's not past. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the kid walks past each of the ferals and like pokes them and looks at them and gives his verdict, like talks at them. And under a breath, Moddy mumbles... If he touches me, I'll kill him. And then, oh really? And then yeah. Radis says, oh, "I'm gonna kill him." Oh my god! <laughs> they're saying they're gonna kill the kid. <laughs> I think I think I got the verdict lined up. Here we go. This is the kid's verdict of the robot ferals. Loserville. <laughs> Loserville. Yeah, and he said something like, "They I'm- suck. They totally suck." <laughs> That was his first verdict. And this is the thing I like. They gave the first verdict, and then uh, Joe and Lenny are like, no, 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 there's another routine that we can show you. And then, yeah, the second time around, he also said, they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite part of the episode, I think, that the kid's an arsehole. <laughs> um, do, you, do you guys remember? Why Why did the food fight break out? I can't even remember why. I can't remember, but Joe goes nuts after demonstration. It's because someone threw food at one of one of the ferals. I thought got pissed off and threw food oh, at them. Oh no, I remember, I remember, because the kid said especially that fat. Yeah, cat. and then she threw the food, and she goes, "That's it." God, I can't do Moddy. Why don't I even try? Um, okay. So, I mean, is there any other part of this? Episode oh yeah, I'll just on? just nope. say. Uh, so they start a food fight, although technically it's just a pie fight. Uh, have yeah. you guys ever heard of the movie called Food Fight? Nope. Okay. I have actually. All right. But I don't know anything about it, but okay. I've heard about it in Is this the one on IMDb or, like or on Pornhub.com? Uh, ju- <laughs> God, Mike. Can you, are you guys able just to type in Food Fight movie and oh, check out the okay. Google image results? Food. Okay. I think I was meant to watch right. this movie because you know how I like watching bad movies? Yeah. Because I've been so, watching a series of bad <clears throat> movies recently. Food Fight Movie. Ooh. So let me know when it's popped up for you guys. Got a really good yeah, rating yeah, on IMDb. <laughs> okay. If you see some of the screenshots, can I ask, oh, Mike, yes. you've, prob- you've probably already seen it. What mo- yes. What year do you think this movie was released in? Uh, very recently because I remember this was this was the thing about it. It's actually quite a recent thing. It just looks so shit. Like it was made this, in yeah, 1990 something. I think I downloaded this movie actually. This looks like it was made in about no, it was ni- 2012 or something. 1992 or something. Like yeah. it looks so much worse than Toy Story. Now, I'm not saying that it would have had the budget, but we have Charlie Sheen and Ava Longoria, or however you say her name. Like these are some pretty big name actors doing voice acting for this movie. Now. And Hilary Duff. And Hilary Duff. So this movie's been. Covered by a lot of podcasts and whatnot. It's an, it's now like a cult. It's not classic, yeah. but like people talk about it a lot. But I was just hoping that you guys hadn't heard of it because I was going to be like, assuming that you guys wouldn't think a movie like this could get released in the year 2012. Well, yeah. The problem is that I do. I had heard of it because, you know, I started watching, after watching The Room, I started downloading <laughs> and watching heaps of really bad movies. And, I don't know, they just don't quite get to the room status. <laughs> like, I watched one recently called Invisible Maniac. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. We, I, just... I really want to watch Troll 2. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to watch that. Yeah. I, okay, okay, so, my two favourite cult crazy movies, where they're terrible, but they're actually awesome, are Leprechaun 4 mm-hmm. and The Room, of course. Which I've watched, you know, I don't even know how many times now, oh, by myself. I love, I love Leprechaun in the Hood, the first one. Mm. <laughs> I love that there's more than one. Uh, 
And <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Ninja Thunderbolt. I haven't watched Ninja Thunderbolt. Which is, um, it's hilarious because they chopped in uh, parts of <laughs> other movies into like the certain parts. So, and what they did is they filmed, if you look at the history of Ninja Thunderbolt, they've got this uh, American actor and they filmed scenes for him and then chopped him into all these other random Hong Kong action movies and tried to make plots around him. It's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, okay, so go- going back to this episode, um, is there anything uh, we else have we haven't to. covered before no. we do the rating? No, they just turned into pie robots after the credits. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Um, okay, so ratings. Mike, are you sticking with your four? Damn right I am. Wow, it's pretty generous. Um, Swinney? I give this episode a five. Huh. Really? Huh. You guys kept insinuating that you hated this episode, and I didn't say, up until other than the me not caring about how the robot got destroyed, I didn't mind this episode. Okay. Really? Okay. I gave it a one. Sheesh. Oh, um, oh, it's just so boring, this episode, man. I but will, that's interesting that you think it's not that bad. I will say- you've given I, other episodes much worse than I this. I enjoyed this episode, but- I forgot about it, so I don't know if that's <laughs> that's a good sign. It's it, I enjoyed it, but it was really, really forgettable. I actually I watched this about I don't know three or four days ago, and mm. I couldn't remember what the episode was about until I opened my notes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm that's like, a what testament to a good, good episode. Was it, the, was it the one about the apartment falling apart? Was it the one you know about karate? I'm like, oh. Ah, oh, that's right, robots. Because I think maybe the, the the problem was they spread themselves too thin. The part about the robot had so much potential because it's cool. Like, come on, a robot. It's awesome. You can do so much with that. And I just think it just didn't didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you can uh, make it answer the phone for you and bring you beer, just like Paulie's. Well, they could have they could have <laughs> they could have done something like I don't know, try to take over the world or something, and they all had to team up to stop it from doing so. I I don't know. This was this was post Terminator. They could have incorporated some of that stuff into it. Do you remember the uh, Musk Oxen episode? Yes, yes. Oh, the pizza episode. Yes. So they're all rated much worse than this episode for you. Than me. Yeah, for you. As I said, I don't. I don't know if the two. I'm sure you can have something that you enjoy, but it's forgettable. Mm. But it's. I guess. Look, I don't know. If <laughs> if mom. anything, let <laughs> let me let me bump. <laughs> hey, actually, all right. Let me just let me say something about that. I had a I had a family member randomly choose an episode to listen to of our podcast. Uh oh. Uh oh. They go, okay. I'm just gonna randomly check out an episode. Okay, what's this one? So they Wait, go to the most sister? recent one at the time. <laughs> And it happened to be the episode where, Monkey Boy, you said, oh, so that's why Dad left you. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I didn't... Th- <laughs> Mike said that. No, it was you. It was... No, it wasn't. It was the Santa episode. <laughs> Mike, didn't you say it? I don't remember. No. Yeah, was- you said it. No, Monkey Boy, it was you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Find the sound. It was hilarious. It It was hilarious. I had a massive laugh about it. It was awesome. Actually, what episode was that? It was the center episode. So it was the last episode of season one. Season's greetings. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going back through our podcast? (laughs) You. uh, That wasn't me. That was. That was. Let's settle this next episode, okay? Yeah. Look it up. Include it at the end of this. I have something else about our podcast that happened, actually. So, Mm, Monkey Boy, you recently uh, worked hard and uh, put together an awesome highlights package from Season 1. Thank you. Mm. That was great, actually. We did it together with no assistance from Mike. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it turned out so good. Half the funniest parts are from him, so I guess he he did have involvement. Um, That's true. Good point. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a part, so I was listening to this, I'm like in the car traveling to work and, you know, I'm going through the drive-thru to get a, you know, something from McDonald's, like McMuffin or something. And <laughs> Very honest. what, what part comes on, on, as I'm listening to it? <laughs> it's the part where Moddy and Mixie are watching the romantic movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's like, Welcome to McDonald's, can I take your order, please? 
And I'm like trying to fumble around trying to get to where my phone is. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. So, oh, it was really awkward. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Okay. Monkey- I actually really like the best of episode. Yeah, it was I've great. listened to it a couple of times. Pretty funny. Okay, Monkey Boy. Um, yes. Actually, Monkey Boy and Mike, I have a very mm-hmm. important announcement to make, okay? Okay. Yes. All right. So, Monkey Boy, you can have something lined up ready when I'm ready. I always, I'm always okay. lined up and ready. Okay. All right. So, ever since our special guest, Mel, appeared on mm. the season two premiere, I felt that since then the show's slipped, you know, into mediocrity a little bit, you know. Mm. It's, yeah, it's true. It's, it's kind of, you know, now. it's, it there's not much else. going on. So, I feel we yeah, need something true. special. Yeah. <laughs> We need mm. some inspiration to bring the Ferrell's podcast back into the limelight. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm officially announcing the launch of a new campaign to get a special guest on the program. Okay. So, Ooh. can you please uh, play the play the fanfare, Monkey Boy? Uh, wait, wait. Is this the, <laughs> the, the, the opening sound or are you talking about... <laughs> No, not the Doom Door. <laughs> not the Doom Door. You want to get rough. the rock on the show? Oh, my. <laughs> Lee 2015! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm campaigning to get our number one super fan, Lee, on the podcast. Uh... We love you, Lee. So, and I want to get him on by the time we finish the season. We brought him up many times. Yes. We've, even, we've actually even asked him, but I think, you know, he's, he's a little reluctant. I think he fears that, you know, he, he won't know what to say. So, I think together we can start a campaign across social media or our loyal followers to hashtag <laughs> Lee2015. <laughs> we can get t-shirts emblazoned with the logo Lee2015. It's important that we let our voice be heard, and most importantly, let's make this podcast great again, guys. Let's get here, let's here, get here, here. Yes, here, here. Okay. I think I think this is a brilliant campaign. I think this needs to happen. I think that Lee needs to get on the show. We need to interview our mega fan, yeah. our super fan, number, number one, fan. number one super fan, Lee. That's right. Not our, a- our for a long time only fan. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> At one time, he was our one and only listener. But we don't forget the people that supported us. We Never support forget. Them back. And then we bring okay. so You know what really threw them. me? Because my, my first and last name have the initials LJ, mm-hmm. and so does our mega fan. Ooh. So when I saw LJ2015, I thought, what the hell? Has this got something to do with me? Yeah, that's why I did it. I knew it would confuse you. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is something special about me. <laughs> I did think that. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So, so, so what do we, when do we want him on? Now. How well, do we want him on? <laughs> naked. I want, to, I want to get him on at least before the end of the season. So, yeah. whenever it can happen, given his, you know, his very busy schedule. He's extremely I'm sure busy. That we, I'm sure that we can coerce him into coming up. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. Okay. So the pod the podcast has already tweeted it out. We've already <laughs> called called for him. Even though by the time you would have heard this, that would have been weeks ago. <laughs> are we? When are we printing the t shirts? We're still doing that. Well, it they're in the schedule after we print the Dave Dobbins t shirts and the. Uh, Ask Crack Honey Badger one, so... Oh, yeah, man, I'm gonna they're the third in line. T-shirt for every day of the week for the next year at this rate. <laughs> yeah, three days of the week. Woo! <laughs> I'm, just days at our, at our, I'm just looking at our Twitter, um, you know, at Feral's podcast, and it, one third of the followers are actual cast members <laughs> <laughs> from this show. <laughs> hey, that that's some... That's some Quality over quantity, right there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Very, very selective. Which okay. we may oh, or God. may not have paid off. All right. So just before we wrap up, I wanted to quickly talk about something that we've raised that Mike yep. opened her eyes to, which was our favourite transition: the Doom Door. <laughs> Thank you. Good timing. <laughs> okay. 
did you guys actually know there's actually four Doom Door sounds? What? I, I I knew that there were more than one because when I was trying to get the sample of the Doom Door, um, and by the way, this is not post production. This Doom Door sound is coming in live. Coming in live. <laughs> That's a really good Doom Door. Um, so it's when I was so looking it triggers, for the Doom automatically Door, triggers on on the words. Exactly. Um, so when I'm looking for this sound, I realize that there's like I, I knew there was at least a couple Doom Door sounds. So how, how did you how did you decide on. on this particular Doom Door sound? Uh, God, I don't know. Get so that... annoyed by this. <laughs> it, uh, this Doom Door sound, out of all the other Doom Door sounds, I just think it's sort of. You know, captures my thought of what a doom door sound is meant to sound like. I so. agree. That's a good doom door sound. <laughs> yeah. I've okay. heard many right. doom so, yeah, door what, sounds. What were, but... what, were you, what were you saying, Swinny, about the doom door? Okay, I'm going to attempt to say the remainder of this without <laughs> saying those words, okay? Wait, wait, can you All say right. doom? You just said those words. And then door? <laughs> it was half the sound. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a halfer. Um, oh yeah, I just wanted to give, <laughs> give you guys some insight into some of the places where that sound's actually been used. Oh, so, interesting. And can I just the, say? Yeah. Can I just say with that sound? I actually don't think it is the sound in the show because I I went back to watch the episode, and it sounds a bit different. I think it's actually. It's one of the do. Uh, it's one of the sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the sounds. I think it's one of the other samples. I actually think it is. It is oh, okay. one of the other samples. Okay. okay. Well, I picked the bad one then. <laughs> so yeah, I know. So it was featured in <laughs> like the random dig there. It was. <laughs> it was featured in the Doom movie. I did not see that oh, coming. <laughs> But oh, but he's featured cool- in the Doom movie. I never watched yeah, the Doom movie. But how? It's got the rock. What's cool about that is that it was only featured in the first person uh, ah. perspective section of the Doom movie, ah. which is cool. That's pretty cool. It was in That's it was in Galaxy Quest to replace the Star Trek door sound, okay. which I reckon's cool. That is pretty cool. Um, yeah. TV they used it in like Mystery Science Theater, Babylon Five, Stargate, American Dad, Ghost in the Shell. They used it in doc- Wait, wait, can, can I just ask, is this, so this is a sample, this is a commercial sample? Yes. So it's uh, from a, obviously, okay. stock library. Right. But mm. a lot of the usages, and I tried to filter some of them out, are obviously because of... Oh, someone's heard the doom door sound. <laughs> okay, Wish they should replace all police car sirens with that sound. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be scary. You know, it was in Rugrats as well, which I is really weird. <laughs> what? I feel like because you didn't check like where where it appeared in the episode, right? So how do you how do you know that it's true? It just sounds like bullshit. Now, no, look, this has been put together from a couple places. Now, this is a good. <laughs> well, a good this list appeared in- on BuzzFeed. So it's no, no, be there's true. a good listing on TV tropes about this, and I reckon we need to add the ferals into this actually. Um, but you know what it was on? It was on a contribution to mankind. It was universe. Hi, bye. It was it was on a promo for Ozstar. Do you guys remember Ozstar? Yes. Yeah, I do. But yeah, that was like the the Foxtel um, the Foxtel uh, competitor, and I completely forgot about it. I'm like, Oz Star, God, it still exists. You know I do. You know my I do. It still exists. I'll tell you why. <laughs> my it's not get out of here! Come on, what? You know why it's not successful? No, it's in some areas because you can't you can't have get words that are two words and they have <laughs> the last letter of, of the first the the last letter of the first word is the same as the first letter of the second word because it confuses people what are, what nonsense are you talking mike i don't understand anything. marketing one-on-one you you're a marketing guru you should know this <laughs> you did you say marketing one-on-one <laughs> <laughs> did you just say marketing one-on-one <laughs> that's that's called some really uh personal client marketing <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure you said marketing one-on-one. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, may, right, right. I yes. may have, but I can't deny it because we have proof now, unfortunately. It's all being all right. recorded. Oh, this will be the lead of the episode if you said marketing. That's marketing one-on-one. Anyway, sorry, Sweeney, go on. All right, I just want to cover a few more before we wrap up. Uh, it was oh, in the a Beastie Boys movie clip. It was actually mm. in a Ramstein song okay. called... Which one? Man... Uh, yeah, Man-tier? Man Gegen... Man Gegen Man. Now, Mike... How do you say that properly, Mike? That's how you say it properly, Mike. no idea. Man Gegen Man. Mike, used to know a bit of German. Do you know what that translates to? No idea. Man on man. So it's marketing, Man Gegen Man. Man on man. Man on man. One on one. Um, they also use the Doom shotgun in Walt it the sorry, Walt Walt I das Bat in Flamen Zeihen, I think it is. So off Hertzlied, so that was really good. So I guess mm. those guys played Doom. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, they used the Doom shotgun like in a in a transition, so it was really cool. You know so, how you yeah, know how nine inch nails at the soundtrack for Quake? Did they have any mm-hmm. contribution for Doom as well? No. Here's an interesting tidbit about Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> it into no, it's, it's not really a tidbit. Right, it's more, it's more, more like my personal. Is it a tidbit t- or a tidbit? A tit bit, a bit of tit on the side. Now, I, I, this is just my personal opinion, but it feels like a lot of their songs are actually love <laughs> I like songs. You, I like how you lead it, making it sound like it's, it's like some kind of you know research amazing research done, revelation. <laughs> no, 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 this is, this is just some shitty yeah, little on, opinion I have. Yeah, on, I reckon most of their songs are actual love songs. Disguised well, as <laughs> weird sounding things. Well, this that song that I just said uh, mm-hmm. of Hertzlied is Do You Want to See the Bed in Flames? It translates to. And it goes, sex is a battle, love is a war, and then it has a doom shotgun. Hmm. So, just to wrap it up quickly, <laughs> the... It, the the other games it's been in now some of these <laughs> really surprised me so it was in like Descent Resident Evil and stuff but it was okay. in a- I thought you were going to say Doom 2 <laughs> <laughs> whoa mind blown obviously Doom um, it was in a Kirby game okay it was in a Zelda game and it was in Halo Zelda 1. Zelda yeah. game okay and it was you should have led with that and it was Halo 1 in Halo 1 as well so yeah, I right, look. But Hello, okay, it's but Zelda. Hey, it's much more realistic to uh, not realistic. Sorry, surprising that it's in a Kirby game than a Zelda game. Okay, Kirby, considering its tone, I don't know, man. Kirby's tone no, is much I'm... more fluffy than <laughs> Zelda's. Well, can I just say, when you're saying that they use the sample, it doesn't mean that they don't change the pitch. Yeah, of course. Or do all these other of things course. with it? So right? it could be in a lot of other but things. I think- Oh, yeah. But I think, yeah, that it's in uh, Zelda is weird, because I just would have thought that they would have created everything from scratch. Hey, people get lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a slight on the Zelda creator. Yeah, there. buddy, A.G. Aonuma, however you say your name, get, get, pull your act together. I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're adding people who you've called out, <laughs> feral fans that dress up as feral. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who's the director on the Zelda series. Exactly. You've been called out. I know. <laughs> I feel it, like I need gone, a theme song It's gone downhill you. since Miyamoto left the reins, all right? Cool. Start using proper Fair samples. Call. Fair call. So you finally agree that Zelda's off the rails? Nah, it's great. I've been saying it's this awesome. for years, it's man. Awesome. It's still great. What it's- was the last Zelda game that Miyamoto had an influence over? Ocarina of Time. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some amazing... I've got you on record now. Okay. Let, no, let me just say... That's like the last Zelda game you played. <laughs> so you're, you've got no That's not authority. True. You've got no authority on this matter. That's whatsoever. not true. I played the Twilight Princess. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Welcome to it, the man. John and Luke like gaming it. podcast. You know, it's been like ten games since then. Yeah, and they're all bad. <laughs> no, I can't say that. But Twilight Princess, I didn't enjoy it that much. Alright. Anyway. Anyway. Was Zelda the, the <laughs> green dude? That's like <laughs> League 2015 Doom Door Marketing One on One. Yes, there you go. That's your highlights. But I agree. Pa- Look, that's your highlights. I concur. For season two, Moggy Boy. There you go. Done and dusted. <laughs> We've, this whole episode is just <laughs> season two highlights package. <laughs> um, I agree. We need Leon. This is a running theme. We'll. I will continually bring this up until we get Lee onto the show. 
the mega fan, the true fan, the first fan, the original fan, the fan genesis, the Adam of fans. Yes. So Lee I think Adams. we should have a, a Lee 2015 campaign update in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Make sure to bring that fanfare yep. and then we'll, uh, we'll let people know how we're traveling. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's it for now. We've got next week's episode, which is episode six. Let's get physical. Hello. Um, but for now, bye. Ciao. Doom door. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.